Welcome back to A People's Guide to Publishing. I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing and Distribution. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 25 years. I'm Ellie Blue. I'm the Editorial and Marketing Director here at Microcosm. We are an independent midlist publisher based in Portland, Oregon and Cleveland, Ohio. We have over 700 books, over 25 employees, and we make about 40 new books every year. And we distribute thousands of titles from other publishers. We started this podcast so that we can share what we've learned with newer publishers so that you can learn from our mistakes. Or maybe you just want to understand the publishing industry. This week, we are going to answer the question, how do I build a literary career? Such a good question. Mm -hmm. Or to even begin. And it's sort of the same way you become a publisher or sort of the same way you do anything is... Well, you know, honestly, some people aren't thinking at all in the long term, so it's good more so to think this way and to know what you'll be doing in a year or two because, you know, it's, like, fine to write a book or two and, like, have that experience and bucket list kind of goal. But, you know, if you don't plan further out, the results of that are sort of inevitable. So what, um, I guess there's multiple reasons someone might want to have a literary career and you would go about it differently. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like if you just want to, like, write books that are well-received and have that satisfaction and have that, like, mark on the culture and that kind of, um, community, that's one thing. But if you want to, like, make a living as a writer, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was going to say, the thing I see most often is people that live somewhere where there are no jobs and they sort of want to know, you know, so they see writing a book as a viable income stream, their costs are lower, their expectations are lower, and they, you know, they really want to do it for the longer term. But also, like, what do you mean by literary? Like, I feel like literary is the kind of keyword mm. in this question. Because, like, you can build a career writing books. Yeah. And the easiest, I mean, the easiest way, as I learned as a freelance writer, to make a living writing is to write copy for companies. Mm-hmm. Like, write manuals, write, um, you know, write their blog posts, write their social media posts, write, you could go straight books for other people. Like, that is, I feel like, the clearest path to making a living as a writer. But to, like, have a literary career, I feel like that's just something very different. Mm. Well, let's approach it as like a writing career. A writing career. I feel. I feel like. I feel like having another source of income is always good when you're like pursuing a writing career. Right, like a book writing career specifically, you know. Yeah. You know, because there's ways, and it is sort of the same way you approach a career as a publisher, which is ostensibly to have a reputation and something of a curriculum mm-hmm. in one typically in one key subject area and then you know or you could do something more along the lines of like what mary roach does where she you know writes books like bonk or you know gulp and you know she's essentially bringing like pop science to a new subject you know so rather than those books being shelved in biology or science or you know what have you they're shelved with, you know, each other or 
with you know like pop culture or what have you you know so it's like that or you like write spaghetti westerns as your yeah or like write any kind of genre fiction if you can like get a series going or a formula going Mm-hmm. That can, because like what you have to do to make money writing these days is be very prolific. Yeah, inconsistent. Like, yeah, not just in quality, but in you know, so like your next book has to be of interest to your previous book, or you're basically starting over every single time. And like you hear the, I mean, you can read a ton of stories online about people who get like these you know, $100,000 advances for their debut novel, and then they basically have to quit their job in order to have time to write it, and then they don't have money, like, they can live on that for a few years, but if they're not, like, already planning the next book, then they're kind of screwed by that amazing income, so I would say, like, it is good to be strategic about, like, thinking about your kind of long tail of your income instead of whatever advances you might be getting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so, right, and that, it's the magical thing in publishing or as an author is that you know both honestly is that you're getting paid for work you did years ago yeah sort of chronically so you're and it's like passive income in the same way that you know it's like the way billionaires talk about income it's like what's the like warren buffett quote that's like if you're not earning money while you sleep then you will always be poor which like is triply true as an author, you know? Because it's like, you really need to have it set up that each book sells, the next book sells, the previous book sells, you know, like, without you having to stand there on the street corner begging people to buy, like, the books should tell their own story in both how they're developed and is a series. And I feel like it's also really good to diversify your income sources from your writing, even if you're just writing and you're not like making public speaking fees or like selling your books at book fairs yourself or having craft spinoffs or whatever. Like, it's really like I think um, I was inspired by the science fiction author N.K. Jemison, who you know started writing her best-selling novels like you know in her spare time after her full-time job. And then um, started a Patreon once she became once her books became very popular, which took a few years. She started a Patreon, and then I think the Patreon was what gave her like the security aside from the like what advance will I get for the next thing and how long will it last and to like quit her job and write full time. Which of course you know, so you kind of have to like build this little house of cards, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and most of the people that I know who do it full time, it is a series of. I get $200 a month from this place and $400 a month from this place and $300 a month from this place. And with these 14 different, like pretty reliable streams, like it's enough to make a living on. Welcome to the literary world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and so this is why the vast majority of people that you can think of, even like people that you would think of as like household names or very successful or even dare I say famous are people that like make a living as a teacher. Yeah. Or they're just scraping by, mm-hmm. but they love what they do. Yeah. There's something to be said for that too. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with being a teacher. It's just, you know, like often something that has to be done in addition to writing and researching and you know i mean i guess that's like how i put it you know like as an author i work eight hours a day and then i write in my free time you know i write after work i write before work even though there is you you might have trouble finding the 
like where one ends and the other begins, but... I think it's a little, honestly, like, if we're talking, if we're getting to the time management part of this career, mm. I think it's almost easier to have cons- tons of constraints on your time available for writing because it forces you to actually do it. Yeah. It's amazing what you can fill eight hours with when you're like, my full-time job is to write, mm-hmm. and none of it is writing. Yes. The cleanest fridge, the best walked dog. Yes. The most social media posts. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. And so that, you know, so essentially, yeah, you... Right. Starting with an open slate is like starting with a blank page. It's just like a lot more difficult than when you like really want it and you're eking it out at every second interval you can get. Thanks for joining us once again. Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes. And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed. You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub. On Twitter at microcosm. On Facebook at microcosm publishing. On Instagram at microcosm underscore pub. And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week.